What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. So, welcome back to another exciting episode. Are we back? Uh, are you recording right now? We are. We have been. Jesus Christ, what's wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> You're a monster. Anyway. Um, yes, I was paranoid for many months, and rightfully so, and who knows what's going to happen. We didn't know anything, yeah. We could be all getting get were, fucking sick here very soon. They were saying it was like, soon. it lives for 12 hours on stainless steel surfaces and shit, you know? Like, they were. They were it telling, was terrifying. It was like, I knew people who were actually bleaching their fucking groceries, because they didn't want to yeah, get people their... people still do that. It's weird. You think I love bleach, but yeah, no, that's super weird. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't love it that much. Wiping everything down. Wiping your Cheerios down. No, they just go in the fridge. Everything goes in the fridge now, though. Because it can't live in the fridge. Well, I won. I feel like I won the war against the ants. But they were um. getting into everything. Like I've got everything in Tupperware now. But then there was like one thing. I saw another ant. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I followed his little ass. And he crawls in the cabinet. I followed him. He had like a little string of buddies in there. I was like, what did you assholes find? And there was like, it was like an unopened box of cereal. But they had like, you know, like there was like a small tear mm-hmm. in the plastic. And they had fucking found their way in there. Yeah. Like, f- fuck. So like, yeah. Any, if I open a bag of chips, it goes in the fridge. Everything goes in the fridge. Have you ever seen any of those insect documentaries? They run the world. There's more of them than I there know are it, of us. But I have a lot of poison in that house. And a lot of bleach. I keep everything clean, wiped down. Just not your Cheerios. No, I don't bleach the Cheerios. That's crazy, John. I'm not crazy. So anyhow, yeah, but, but who knows what's going to happen in the next few months. Right. You're right. I mean, I feel more confident and comfortable having a one-on-one with you. We're not sitting right next to each other. We're probably in breathing space. At, at least six feet. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't... I don't here. You don't... You don't but I'm not going to clubs, you know, and you know. <laughs> not, well, the one that was happening this spring was there was some swim up bar called Coconuts in Missouri, <laughs> and this was in the height of like the fucking fire. How many people died? I don't a lot yeah. enough. I don't know. Too many. Too many. If it was one, it was but it too was many, like, right? but it's the behavior, right? Yeah. It's the behavior. Like I'm not saying don't drink, but like you're in a swim up bar with with hundreds of people. And how's the corona? Does the corona just get in the water and sit on the surface, or is it bouncing off the surface? Again, it's or is the it beha- soaking in the yeah. water and everyone's just, just swimming in it, water- You're stewing in it. Because at the very least, if we're six feet apart, our breath is dropping. But if the breath is not dropping, and what do you do when you're in the water? You go under. <laughs> right, but know. now the whole the, yeah, the pools, everything, everything. Now you're everything. you're basically stewing in it, and people are drunk, so they're doing more bad and shit. And there's snot, and there's and excretions know, of sweat and yes, everything, like, all of that. Yeah, swimming pools are disgusting. There's just not enough bleach in the world. So, Homek? Are we going to Well, we're going to get to Homek here in a second. <laughs> okay. Because, what was I saying? Oh, so there's a lot of these... Th- I see things online, Facebook and Instagram, and people, like memes that'll say like, well, I'm having a beer at 9.59, and no coronavirus, but 10 p.m. 
Coronavirus can get me after yeah, 10. Yeah, the rules are bullshit. Don't well, you? no. I mean... I don't... I disagree with can you. Can we cover but... them briefly? Sure. Like, you can have a drink at a bar, but you have to buy food. So if I don't buy french fries from you, I'm going to fucking get the coronavirus? That no. sounds like bullshit. No. Then why do I have to buy french fries? It is the behavior. But it's not changing the behavior. Now I just have to buy a bag of chips or french fries or a hamburger. Now I'm eating and I feel like that's actually exacerbating the situation. If I just had a beer or two and left a couple shots and then left, but now I've got food that's been prepared in the kitchen, one person's breathing air on that. And then the waitress is bringing that to the bartender who's then gonna walk it over to me. And now I'm sitting in a room and I'm ingesting this burger that's filled with the air of the people around me. I'm not supposed to be in the room anymore, but yes. Right, but I'm saying like if you go and have a a burger in Napa. Yes, but, you are I mean, correct. But that burger is now endangering more lives. The problem is the problem is not that restaurant that you just spoke of. The problem is the fucking nightclub or day club or whatever where people just go to just drink. So it's a blanket rule that was made by governors, you know, whomever mayors. Yeah. Because getting that many people, they busted there was a fucking rave in San Francisco not too long ago. Well, raves are... are illegal in nature. Like that's why it's called a rave. Anyway, go on. <laughs> whatever it was, a dance party, whatever. Right. But the point is, is it's the behavior of just drinking that leads people to, to lowers your inhibitions, and you're going to do more shit that could be more contagious. Cocaine and prostitutes. Among other things, you're going to be getting. Okay, they're not all prostitutes. That's no. <laughs> that... Drinks are expensive, and it doesn't go into the girl's pocket, so she's not a hooker. I get it. Right. So. So you understand, but it's not, it's about the behavior of people who are just going to get fucked up and then do other shit that is probably not as smart. Literally has been the problem with bars since the dawn of time, my friend. Correct. So, so what they're saying is that's where the fucking <clears throat> super spreader events are going to be. They're just trying to minimize. Have they been the though? I think churches are actually the super spreaders. That too. Well, there's, there, they've been saying people shouldn't go to church. But either. they eat there. You get a little cracker. Get yourself a little wafer. Yes, yes, you it's do. It's disgusting. Have you ever eaten one of those things? I've never had a communion. You never had a communion. Never, wafer. not one. I mean, I don't. I just feel like Jesus would not be against. I mean, even salt or some kind of cheese, <laughs> like like a cheese flavored communion wafer would go like a, a long ways. Like that church would be packed. I'm just throwing it out there for the Catholics. You know, if you went to a church one time and the you said they said body of Christ, you said Amen. And then they put the fucking a cheesy cracker in your mouth. You'd be like, "Oh my god, we're coming back here every week. Like this is a good church." But so they don't. Why, why don't they? Maybe you should bless, do some blessed butter kind of thing. Like you blessed could butter, do like... make some communion wafers. Yeah, come up with my own communion wafer thing. Mm-hmm. Go to the Vatican, pitch it. Sure. Don't hey, you have a popesy? Don't you have a cousin who was almost the pope? Yeah, he's a, a cardinal. He's a, a cardinal Arch- martini. Cardinal martini. See yeah. you're. Why don't you call him up? Can we get him on the show? <laughs> Maybe. How no. Can... I highly, highly doubt it. Can you ask him? I don't know how busy he is a cardinal. What do they actually do for a living? Well, I don't need much time. to Half an hour. Well, I mean, but maybe that's too much. Everybody has a half an hour. We don't know how busy these people are. I understand, but can you ask him? <laughs> I he don't even doesn't... know if I can. I don't have his like mailing address. He doesn't even know that I exist. He's like my second cousin or something. It's... But he's your cousin. This is family. This is blood. That goes a long way in the, in religion and uh, Catholicism, no? No, Jesus' blood, blood of Christ? goes a long way. It's, oh, pretty, it's just it's the not one yours? blood. It's not everyone's blood. No, it's just the one guy's blood. <laughs> well, that really wait. Matters. So, but can you ask him? I don't think so. You can't find him? You I can't ask him? I don't know. I'll try. I'll Google him. Will you? Yeah, of course. 
Are you telling me the truth? I got enough of time this week. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm going to spend some time on Google trying to track down my cardinal. Maybe he's in lockdown too, you know? At the Vatican? Oh, no, they're they're totally good. They're good? Is it? Is, is oh, yeah, Jesus watching over them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Until the Pope dies of coronavirus or even gets the coronavirus. God forbid. God right? forbid. Literally, he is. God is forbidden. God is forbidden that. Yes. The Pope um, will be just fine. You'll never hear about it. He's not like Trump. He's like, we don't even know if he actually had it. I don't know. I think he had it. I don't. You don't think he had it? I don't think he had it. It was a it was a distractionary power move. That's what he does. He wants to like sell missiles illegally or do a pipeline or do some fucked up illegal bullshit and he'll just distract everybody with some nonsense. That's what he does. He's not a salesman, he's a charlatan. He's a snake oil salesman. Look in this hand, because this one's picking your pocket. Yeah. That's how we got the country. Yeah. So I, Half the country's looking at this shiny little hand over here, and the other half is like looking at him pick their pockets. Yeah. I just think the 10 o'clock rule is mostly just about the behavior that happens after and, and during. What, you've we never both... been drunk in a bar before 10 p.m.? Making bad decisions, Numerous Johnny. Numerous times. <laughs> hundreds. Probably hundreds. Probably a thousand times in my life. Minimum. At least a thousand times have I been in a bar making bad decisions. And if I was before in the, the middle Before the sun of, was even down. Before the sun was down in the wintertime. <laughs> that being said, most people... Yeah. I would, I would consider myself on the fringe would, of that. I don't know. I think that you are most people. Most You're the everyman. People. You're the everyman. So all I'm saying is most people after 10 p.m. in the bar are making bad decisions. The potential is there. I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying the potential. That's why That's why the rule was put into place. You can argue, but you you make a good point. I'm not, I'm not refuting I'm just saying the, the rules are just kind of, yeah, they were blanket rules made by somebody in a, in a vacuum. It was like, oh, this weird old stodgy fucking prick in a suit in D.C. is going to decide... Well, no, they didn't even. We didn't even get that. That's why they had to make all these weird patchwork rules. Is because somebody should have just said, "This is how we're doing it." If we had all just gone into a fucking legitimate lockdown, like they did in Italy, like they did in Italy, Francesco, did you talk to talk, him? We we did, yeah, and they did it for almost six months or something yeah. like that. If we had, they just, couldn't go to the grocery store without a pass from the government. If they would have just fucking paid everybody to stay in their houses, this shit would not have happened. It's gone in places like New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Then there would be no bullshit rules about 10 p.m. But and I fucking... really like mojitos, John. Brunch is fucking canceled and hopefully forever. But I like brunch. You like brunch? Everybody, You're one of these basic likes bitches? Brunch. Everybody likes brunch. I don't like brunch. I like, I like uh, Eggs Benedict. <laughs> yeah. I don't really like brunch, no. No. No, I like hollandaise sauce. Yes, you like fucking hot mayonnaise is what you're telling me. <laughs> lemony mayonnaise. Lemony hot, hot mayonnaise. Man- hot lemony mayonnaise. That's what you like. Bitter hot mayonnaise. <laughs> yes. That's what it comes down to. That's right. Um, so, so speaking of brunch and home economics, we are going to, we had a bit of a cliffhanger last week and you were going to tell me about the one and only time you have ever shoplifted. Shoplifted, yes. I was terrified. Mm-hmm. So here's what happened. I was taking a home ec class. I guess it was cooking. Was it not food pro? What did we call it? That was some kind of food culinary class in high school. This is high school. Mm-hmm. We had our little kitchen groups. And on Friday, she says, okay, on Monday, we'll be doing stir fry. What kind of stir fry would you like to do? Chicken mm-hmm. or a vegetarian? 
You know, you have those, those, that's the protein choice. And if your group wants to do vegetarian, you do vegetable. And I'll give you like extra vegetables or whatever. And everyone like makes a decision. And I was thinking, I would like to do prawns, shrimp, stir fry. And she's like, okay, but you have to bring the prawns then. Cause that's not like, there's no budget for that. Okay. Like you have to do that then. I'm like, of course, miss, I will bring the prawns. Of course, Monday came around. I had completely forgotten. They're like, okay, break up in your groups, go to your kitchens, and start your prep. And I look at my buddy Nate, and I'm not going to use his last name, but he was, he was a guy who would like, he would have, I don't want to, I don't want to pigeonhole him, but he's the guy at the party that would have a joint. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who like had stuff, you know. He always had like the big baggy pants, and he was known to shoplift things occasionally. So I was uh-huh. like, Nate, I need your help can you come to my locker with me and to get the shrimp? He's like, okay. So as we're walking, I'm like, the Safeway is like on 18th right there by South. It's Not like, too far from It's like a block away, right? <clears throat> so I'm like, dude, we got to go to the Safeway and get shrimp. But I don't have any money. Do you have any money? He's like, no, I don't have any money. I'm like, well, I need you to steal us some shrimp. He's like, I'm not stealing shrimp. I'm like, but you like know how to do this stuff. I'm like, dude, I'm not stealing stuff like for this stupid thing. Like you could just tell her that we fucked up. She's like, but we didn't requisition this. Thing, so we're doing veggie. And I'm like, we can't do vegetarian. Sir, for a you wouldn't do vegetarian. I wouldn't do vegetarian. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, can you at least show me how? Like we'll go. So he went with me to the Safeway mm-hmm. and we walked up. We got the shrimp. I put it down the front of my pants. We, well, what we did, what he taught me to do is you grab like two. You put one down the front. You hold the other one in front of you. Because for cameras and stuff, you like you grab, you like look at all the things, all the shrimp things. You walk around through the aisles, and then you put the one down your pants, cover it up with your shirt, and you walk around. And then you're like, you either go back to where the shrimp is and put it back, or just leave it. Just set set the one that you don't want down. Then you go and you buy a pack of gum and you leave for the front door. So that's what I did, and I I shoplifted shrimp, about four pounds of shrimp. For home ec, where did you put it? I put it down my pants. <laughs> you put four pounds of shrimp down your pants? <laughs> That's right. And we got out in the parking lot, and I fucking ran. I was so scared. Like, my, I wasn't crying, but, like, my eyes were watering. My face was flushed. I was like, like, I was going to jail. Like, I, I had never done that before or since, and I was terrified. Still, I, I don't, I'm pretty sure the statue, that was over 30, over 30 years ago, right? Like, well, no, what grade were you in? I think it was a sophomore. So you were 16? 15 it's almost 30 years ago yeah yeah almost so what kind of gum did you get juicy fruit <laughs> i remember it yellow little pack of juicy fruit does it still haunt you when you see yellow juicy fruit i think about it of course every time <laughs> How, what grade did you get uh we got a pretty good i, I think we got like a 90 something that's great yeah i mean we just chopped them up and put them in a the stir fry it wasn't like and Bonite wasn't, she didn't grade, like, it wasn't, you know, as long as you did the thing. Right. You clean up, get your hot soapy, and you clean up after yourself and do all the things that you're supposed to do. And How long was it after that before you went back inside that Safeway? <laughs> were you emboldened or were you fucking no, terrified? No, no, I'm trying to think of the last time I happened in that Safeway. I don't know that I went back. <laughs> you haven't been back? I don't know. 30 like, years? I, I feel like I've been in there. Many years later, not definitely not a year. <clears throat> I waited mm-hmm. longer than a year. Hmm. Well, I've seen the the manager there. I've seen him like chase kids into the into the parking lot and grab them and pull light bulbs out of their pockets and shit. Like, who's stealing light bulbs? What? I don't fucking know. Stupid kids. They just shoplift everything over there. So, 
But he was not having it. And he was like this big fat guy. He was just like, come out. He moved with a speed I, I'm unfamiliar with. And he like <laughs> grabbed these kids. He would catch them. These little skater punks. So he was like a rhino. Dude, he had some fucking speed behind him. So a couple things, shoplifting-wise, as a kid that I remember. And there was a guy, I know his name was Richard, and I feel like he had... I feel like he had a Japanese last name, but I can't be sure. I don't remember. And this would have been like sixth grade. So this is like 13 or Richard 14. Hung? What? Richard Hung? No, I don't think it was Richard <laughs> Hung. But I feel like like it was like... I can't, I can't bring it up. It was like... It felt like a Kado or something like that. Well, you probably shouldn't use his last name anyway. That's not it. I okay, just, great. Um, Let's move forward with the story. Yes. So we would go as young kids are, young teenage kids. Like we were just, you know, we were just left to go fucking play in the streets. Yeah. There was no... That's how I grew up. There was really no like just, I guess, be home before dark. But, you know, and like I lived in Las Vegas and there was a lot of just empty desert. And you could just go roll around in the fucking empty desert. I remember one time... Smash trying light to, bulbs. Well, I tried to catch a chipmunk in a piece of PVC pipe and I bit my hand because he tried to fucking, like, I set my, my brother's hand on fire on accident. We were like fucking around. We found, I don't know what we did. And then we couldn't tell my dad because my dad would get pissed, you know? Yeah. So like my brother and I was like, we just got to put toothpaste on it and don't, don't say anything. And so we never said anything. On a anything. burn? You put toothpaste on a burn? Yeah. That's Jesus. what I heard at the time. That's all. There was no Google. No, but. I don't I mean, know if that's butter true or was not. like butter maybe. was like the bad idea, but I mean even butter would have been better. I think than, toothpaste is supposed to like maybe the mint is supposed to burning calm of. I mean I toothpaste don't know. on a on a regular hand would hurt like a motherfucker. No, it wouldn't. Toothpaste like, just on burned your hand. Your I don't skin? know. I don't know. But so we used to hang out with this kid, and um, just go fuck around. And one thing that he taught me was we're gonna go into the AMPM, and two things that we're gonna do is. You get because remember they in the AM PMs they'd have the little hot burgers, and you could take it and you pull up open the tin foil, and you put your mustard or ketchup or whatever. Well, you go get two of those, and you'd smash them down into one piece of tin foil and throw the other piece of tin foil. So you get two burgers for the ninety nine cents. Right. And then also what you do is you get the big gulp cup or whatever it was. What's the AM PM equivalent? Do you know? I've been to an AM PM one time, I think. Okay. Actually, there was a there was one. I think no, that was a Circle K. I don't know, man. Go so, on. So, so you would get <laughs> the cup and you would only fill it up part way with ice and soda or whatever, and then you would just put candy bars into the cup. Mm. And so you'd have like Snickers and whatever in there because it's all wrapped. So right. even if you get some liquid on it, whatever. And then you'd go pay for the ninety nine cents for the burger, and you right. get two burgers, and then ninety nine cents for the drink, and you'd get like three candy bars. Nice. So, I think we only did that once. I didn't. I don't remember making a habit of it, and I was fucking terrified to do it. Yeah. But I did it. Yeah. Well, I feel like that a mildly savvy worker there would look at the drink mm-hmm. and see the candy bars not just floated, because the air in the in the thing would push them to the top. You'd see candy bars pressed against the. But surface. there's a lid with a straw on it, so nothing can get over but the, the lid. But the lid's like that transparent. Or translucent plastic where you can see. But it's see. not see-through. It's still kind of frosted. Right. You, I don't know. I feel like you'd see the candy bar. I don't know. Possibly. If you're savvy. If, you're lo- if you were savvy. Yeah. If you were working at AMPM, would you really give a shit about being savvy? No. I mean, I, okay. <laughs> and again, this isn't really shop. I guess this counts as shoplifting. So maybe I lied to myself all these years. 
But when they first started putting self-check, not alone, self-check machines uh-huh. in the Safeways. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one. Was it Albertsons? Not Albertsons. I guess it was the QFC up on Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. And for them, they've got the ones downstairs, and then they also had the ones upstairs. So there are like two that were upstairs. Okay. And so if you're upstairs buying wine or liquor, you didn't have to go all the way back downstairs. You could just go out through the back. And it was kind of like because the the because the Capitol Hill, so it was like as up. You're still on street mm-hmm. level. And anyway, um, they really didn't give a fuck. And so what I would do is like get a couple of roasts. And because if you put something in the in the scanner tray without it without scanning it, it says eh, eh, you you remove the item. Right. And so what I would do is like I would get you know you get two steaks and you face them away from each other so the barcode's on the outside. I'd scan it and scan the other side and put it in the thing. But it would say as soon as I scan the first one, it says put it in the in the tray. I'm like, but I'm not done scanning. So I'd go to try and scan the other one and say, no, we don't want you to scan the other one. We want you to put the first, but I was trying to use one plastic sleeve for the steak, for two steaks. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pay for the other one, but it says, no, you can't. I have to put the steak in the thing. So I just do it. And then I go to scan the rest of the thing. So basically I get a free steak. I didn't you want could it. You gotten an additional plastic bag. I could have, but I didn't know at the time. At, the, at that moment, I wasn't going to stop what I'm doing. There's a line behind me. I'm not going like, to go. So I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll put the steak in there. And the kid doesn't give a shit. But no, it says, now it says the weight's wrong. So because it's two steaks, not one. So it's like, talk to the person. I'm like, hey, person. And this girl comes over. She's like, just hits the buttons on the computer screen. Doesn't even look at what's going on and goes back to her station. Because she does not care. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So she clearly doesn't care. Basically, the whole institution doesn't really care that I'm leaving with an extra steak. I mean, I was willing to pay for it. I was going to try and explain it to her, mm-hmm. but she wasn't having any of it. So I'm leaving with two steaks, and now this is my life, and I'm going to do this all the time now. So. And then you did? Oh, yeah. Also, you, you just said before it was the only... You, rem- you just remember I know, this. but I, well, I'm remembering it, A, not as shoplifting necessarily, because I thought if they wanted me to pay for it, they would let me. But you did this again after you realized. I did. It. I did. Okay. So that would have been. Yeah. The the morally, not so ambiguous part of me <laughs> stealing from QFC. I'm not judging you. I'm judging me. It's fine. Well, do do you want to uh, do you want to call send money QFC? to QFC? No. Do you want to write them a letter? Do you feel no. any need to? No. Make an amends to QFC. No. I think they'll be okay. I mean, they might go under, but. Not from that. <laughs> Not from that. <laughs> <laughs> Not from that. Maybe because that happens so many thousands of times by everybody, because they have so no. many weird, horrible systems in place that they won't, like not having alcohol. Like I, I'm trying to buy. I forget that there's like, you know, it's like White Claw, and because I always think of like certain beverages. Like I forget that there's alcohol in them. Sometimes I mean, I it doesn't really make any sense. But like I was getting coconut water. I was like, oh right, coconut water is kind of an impulse buy. So I scanned that in on my coconut water. And, I, and then I saw White Claws right after I saw the coconut water. I was like, oh, right, I should get some White Claws. So I threw them in my basket. And I'm trying to self-check. And they're like, nope, you can't buy White Claws in here. I'm like, what? Like, what do you, why? Okay, I'll take them out. But now there's, again, all these people behind me. I have to, like, take this. Because they can't check your ID. They don't want you they self-checking. They could. She literally could. Or the machine could. I could then scan an ID and it could look at me. They have the software. I know it's on my phone. They can change my Tasha made me look like Beyonce running around singing. Did you see this thing? Well, yeah, that's the she took my face face swap. Yeah, but I'm just saying like the scanner thing could just look at me and like show my ID, 
scan okay. a California ID and be like, okay, there's my face. It's the same face that's on my ID. Yes. They Let don't the machines. Wanna... Yeah. It's it's three lines of code. You know. <laughs> All right, man. I don't know. I mean, I I hear you. There's a lot of fucked up rules and regulations that make no sense. Yeah, <sighs> and I'm sorry that I took those steaks. Are you gonna be able to sleep tonight? Well, I'm going to go home and eat a steak that I paid for, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't do that anymore. I wasn't No, kid. no, no, no. I don't I don't think that you I don't think that you did. I don't I don't I wouldn't imply that you did. Um So, speaking of beverages, there's this thing and I guess you have to kind of like win. You have to win it. It's apple pie Pepsi. There's Gross. an apple pie flavored Pepsi for Thanksgiving. That sounds awful. That sounds awful. I'll be right back. I'm not leaving. Okay. Don't look at me like that. Okay. I'm just, just, just going to grab my bourbon doing. from the other room. Yes. Apple pie Pepsi. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> so it's an apple pie Pepsi, but you have to you have to win it by like filming your. I think it's like film film a kitchen fail, like you not doing something right or having a kitchen fail, and then you like that pizza that I made where I. Yeah. What did I do? Put what did I put, put carrots? Four, or, oh, I put four different types of cheese on it. You put bad cheese on it. I put really bad cheese. You on put it. like cheddar cheese. Put it up a little bit there. Yeah. Mm, um, yes, Mr. DeMille. But I thought I was gonna try and I was like maybe we could do like a kitchen fail and get a bottle of apple pie Pepsi. Yeah. To try. I, I mean, uh, we could. We could definitely fail at something. But you, <laughs> I believe in but us. You, but, you, <laughs> but you don't really fail on the kitchen anymore. Well, I just I made that horrible pizza situation. Well, that was that was months ago, and well, yeah, you shouldn't be trying to. I appreciate you trying to dress pe- up. What kind of cheese did I put on there? You it put wasn't like cheddar. cheddar. No, it wasn't cheddar. It was something else. Like, was it like Kraft Singles? No. Oh, it was cream cheese. You put cream, cream cheese. cheese. That's what it That's was. That's disgusting. Yeah, um, it was bad. Because so, I know what cream cheese does when it melts. Like if your bagel's too hot, mm-hmm. nobody likes that. Like it kind of separates and you can't really spread it. It starts sliding around. Gross. Um, so I want to get your take on a few things here. Okay. There's some stuff going on out there in the food world. Um, and I'm curious as to what you think when I say Flaming Hot Cheeto Sushi Roll. What else is in there? Is like a California roll with like flaming hot Cheeto crust on it. Cause I mean, honestly, and I'm, I'm I know I'll get wrapped in the mouth for this, but whenever I eat when I eat California rolls, I kind of want like a little crunch, like I kind of want that textural mm-hmm. differential in my mouth. But and flaming hot Cheetos, I mean, ever since my ex taught me, like we fold the bag down and you eat them with chopsticks. So you don't get that weird red dust. It's flaming hot dust. It's a mess. It's a mess, and it's awful. So you eat them with a chopstick. <clears throat> it's pretty great. So that kind of being birthed into, I don't know, I don't hate it. You don't hate it? I don't hate it. Okay. I probably should. Well, I think like if you've ever had a soft shell crab roll. Yeah, no, like crunchy. a spider roll. I love them. Yeah, yeah exactly, because it gives you that textural, that mouthfeel of you know, crunching it. Mm-hmm. But I mean... I don't have any fundamental loyalties to sushi, if that makes any sense. The you're Japanese not, you're culture. Not a I, didn't, I didn't grow up in the culture. I mean, I don't eat raw fish. I'm a fake sushi eater. I'm a, I'm a bastard. no raw fish for you. Can't do. It's I can't delicious. do any raw animal. I can't. No, no, no. Uh, California roll. EB. Steak tartare. Nope. We'll never put that in my mouth. That's that shit's. I used to eat that shit all the time. I eat it 
to be polite if it's served to me. Well, I was raised, the way my parents raised me, is if you're a guest uh -huh. and you're presented with something, you eat it and you tell them how much you're enjoying it. Because sure. nothing, nothing you're being presented with is going to hurt you. I don't like tomatoes. Shut the fuck up and eat the tomato. It's not going to hurt you, okay? You don't have to eat them at home, you know, but if somebody gives you a tomato, you don't have to, like, scrape them off and be like, mm, I don't like that. Just eat the tomato. It's right. not going to hurt you. So if you're at somebody's house and they're like, you know, they're from Bahrain or Saudi Arabia and they present you with some new foods that you've never seen before, mm -hmm. just eat them. You might actually like them. But there's nothing about them that's going to hurt you. So just be polite. Put it in your mouth. Swallow it. Smile and say, thank you so much. That was delicious. That's what you do. It's, it's courtesy. It's manners. So I've eaten steak tartare and carpaccio and all of these things. I've eaten sashimi and, yeah, Chef Wood took me to this place called Sato in Seattle. It's, I think it's gone now. But it was like a really nice, really good sushi place. And it was like super fresh fish, little cuts. And the chef is like cutting these animals so good, like while yeah. they're still alive well you and i ate live octopus we did because you try things right and it made me so sad when you saw that octopus sitting in the ice and he's still alive they're just cutting pieces off him until he's dead that's terrifying and we were bad and yet for you that. don't you're not a vegetarian i'm not a vegetarian you just don't want to see the suffering you just want to remove yourself from the suffering? Well, of course. Who doesn't want to remove themselves from suffering? You wipe your ass <laughs> with toilet paper and flush it down the toilet so you don't have to suffer your own indignity. You know? like this. But it's disgusting what we do in the bathroom, but you don't think about it. And I've raised animals at my grandma's farm and eaten them because right. they are delicious. All right. And I am sorry that they're delicious, but... No. I didn't make them delicious. I mean, sometimes I make them delicious. I'm going to make that steak tonight pretty delicious. Yeah. You have no loyalty to sushi, but you do not eat Because I, didn't raise, I wasn't raised in the Japanese culture. I right. don't know like what. Like if I was, if I had been, if I was a purist, in, if I knew what that even meant. Like, because mm -hmm. I know California rolls not a thing over there, right? No. No. They don't even eat that crap. They're just, they're just eating sashimi, mostly. Raw fish. Yeah. A little soy sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Rice on the side, maybe. Right. Okay. Moving on. Well, next. Next thing. Okay. So, you like Twinkies, though. I do. Are you a purist when it comes to Twinkies? I would say so. I do like them frozen. Okay. That's so, kind of a thing. And you were mentioning that you wanted to kind of level up on your baking a little bit, perhaps. Fried Twinkies? Is that what you're going to bring no, up? No, not at all. So, this is actually a baking kit for what they're calling a party-sized Twinkie that serves 20 people. So you remember last week we well, were talking about... It sounds illegal. It's contraband already. <laughs> exactly. 20 people. It's too many. That's right. Um, remember we were talking about the big bologna roll? The bologna log, yeah. So this is this is a this is a giant and you're Twinkie. you're going to slice off... Like yeah. put it in a meat slicer. Put it on thick. Uh -huh. Set it to the thickest setting on the slicer. Mm -hmm. And slice off... Like So you have like a ring of One big ring of with like, with a, That's too much cream ratio i agree this is the problem that's I've... the thing about the twinkie is you're not just eating a ringlet like you're getting a whole bunch of cake in your mouth and usually right. there's not that much cream inside i had a similar issue with a, um for whatever reason i don't remember if i bought it or if it was bought in for me but it was a reese's peanut butter cup purchased boughten's not a boughten you just said boughten for me <laughs> boughten down the hatches we're uh, gonna have a fight that's fine no no you're, you're, you may be right it's just I, I'm just always surprised when Walter corrects my grammar and spelling and all those things. I didn't correct your spelling. I yeah. couldn't spell botan any more than I could disagree with it. But so it, it sounds was incorrect. Purchased. 
It was purchased. It was purchased one way or the other. It came into my life. I don't remember how, but it was a larger than normal. It was like a double or triple sized Twinkies? Reese's peanut butter oh, cup. Reese's. But the peanut butter was there was too much. It yeah, was like the no. ratio was completely off. That's 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 my and whole it argument ruined against it for all these me. things. Yes, they became popular because of the ratios they have. So when they want to do play with the ratios of things, it's upsetting. Reese's pieces. I don't need to be bigger. Reese's buttercups are exactly the way they're supposed to be. Twinkies. Twinkies, leave them alone. They're they don't need to be fixed. They became popular because of the way <clears throat> they are. Yeah. You got no business sticking your fingers in there, corporate pricks no um corporate pricks god there's no shortage of them is there corporate bricks so speaking of shortages there's currently a shortage on caffeine-free coke oh no (laughs) i know right um the one that the gold striped can yes do you see it in your grandma's cupboard (laughs) and you're just like grandma why do you have this like what is this weird gold can basically that's caffeine-free coke well there's actually we want the sugar and mm-hmm. we want we want all the chemical properties that degrease engines but we don't want any of the cat we can't it was stay the up. caffeine that's killing me really well there apparently aluminum is kind of hard to get i don't know what that's about i don't know where aluminum comes comes from so okay. soda companies are having to make decisions about that's, yeah that's well it comes from japan aluminum is uh it's harvested it's mined off the coast of japan there's like a huge it's like a clay it's really soft metal uh, in the ocean around Japan. I don't know why I know that. I just, I don't know. <laughs> Geology? Um, yeah, but I mean, we recycle a lot of aluminum as much as we can, but it is a finite resource for sure. So? I mean, it's not a it's not a um, man-made, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's on the periodic table. It's, it's a natural resource. It's it a natural mineral. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Aluminium. I like Aluminium. The the Brit- I like the way the British say it. I do too. Color, I could use. I could lose. But uh, what's the other one I like? Um, advertisement. Advertisement sucks. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Arugula. Arugula. I like saying it. Arugula. What about basil? That's dumb. That's like a basil is like the type of. That's a name. Yeah, but like it's also would, the herb. I know, but I feel like you say basil if it's their name, but the herb is basil. What about shallot? Shallot shalom? No. <laughs> what? For shallot, they say shallot. Who does? The British. Do they? They do. Maybe we should go back over there and teach them a lesson. Gordon Ramsay's waiting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slap me in the face. Um, these questions are probably better for him. He well, I don't know. The, I don't know these the are questions. Answer. These are just things that I found, like that are going on and that, that are being made. We're running out of aluminum. Aluminium. Well, yeah. Aluminium um, shortage. So it's getting colder, Walter. And people are going to be making fires. I know you don't have a fireplace. I don't have a fireplace. But um, KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Mm -hmm. is making a fried chicken scented fire log. That's so awful. (laughs) That's so awful. The worst thing about KFC is getting the smell out of your clothes once you leave there. And if you work there, doubly so. Well, wait a second. I was going to say, what were you doing in there? Were you dining in? I usually go around back and get it to go. I don't. No, I won't ever go in there ever again. But the last time I went in there, did I tell you this story? Mm Mm-mm. I don't think so. So I go in. It was the one on Capitol Hill. So this is years ago because it's been... That one's pretty nasty anyway. It's been gone for a long time. But oh, I walked in and there's a line, of course. And this is going to speak really poorly to my character. 
but I'm fine with it. I think most people already know this about me. I judge. I'm a judger. I judge mm-hmm. people constantly. Mm-hmm. The minute I see you, I mean, like, it's, I can't help it. My brain just assesses, are you a risk? Or, you know, like, are you pretty? Or do I owe you money? Like, do I know you already? Like, what's your name? That's a big one. Fight I'm, or flight. I'm terrible with names. Right. But so I walk into this KFC, and I'm waiting in line. I'm like, okay. I've got a little bit of a line. That's fine. But I'm looking. I start looking around at the people in this place. And they're all fucking mutants. Every one of them. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, this like man shaped like a pear. He's mm-hmm. in the corner. And he's like, he's forgotten what napkins were, I guess. He's just going to town on something. And there's like corn stuck to his cheek. And I'm like, okay, Jesus. don't look. I turn around. I think he was doing the, the bowl thing where they had like the bowl of where it's just like have, all yeah. the things in a mashed like together. A, here's a trough of shit. Yes. It's just like mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. corn, like everything's in there. Anyway, I turn away. I go back and I'm like, okay, I'll just look at the people who work here. That's got to be better. Nope. Oh, God. I'm hoping that's a mole. I just, I got to get out of here. I just, I turn away. I walked out. I was like, I can't, I can't be in here. And I never went back. I had a very similar experience in a Wendy's once. <laughs> yeah. It was the Wendy's in Ballard. Oh, God. And I was there with Danny. And he really wanted, you know how he, he loves his fast food. And I mean, I did too at the time. But um, It's a guilty pleasure. I still right? drive through, but I won't, I can't look at them. <clears throat> can't look at them? No. But I can't look at the people. <clears throat> well. The, the people that eat there. The people that work there are usually fine. Right. But it's the people that, work, that go to eat there. There was a woman and she was, she was. A very large, but not only in stature, but in personality. And she was very angry. She had a cast on one of her feet. And like, it was like, there was one of these sort of walking casts or whatever, like the boot. Like, that's a good idea. And it was just like, she was, she was very angry because the ketchup dispenser that they have in the middle of Wendy's, you know, the pump, Mm -hmm. which I think is a great thing, you know, get as much ketchup as you want. Sure. Instead of asking for the little shitty packets. I always hated the packets. Packets are dumb. Um... But she was like yelling at them from across the room. That like the they ruined out, her day. That the thing was out of ketchup, and I was looking at Danny. I was like, "We gotta go, man!" Like it was just the, there was so much aggressive, weird energy. Not just her, but yes, there was all these people in there, and it was like this is not a good place to be right now. We have to go. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't. Makes been... Makes you want to never do drugs again, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't think I haven't been. I haven't been inside of one in forever. I don't remember the last time. It was probably Wendy's then. Wendy's stopped being magical to me when they took down the weird beaded curtain. Did they have that at all the locations? Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. they had it at the one in Eugene that we used to go to on, mm-hmm. was that Willamette right there? I don't think it's that Wendy's been there for, I don't know, longer than you've been alive, but kids these days. <laughs> but no, they had that plastic weird beaded curtain and you walk through that little tinkly tink, 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 tink thing and you walk in and then you get your frosty with your french fries and stuff sounds familiar and it was great but then they took that down and they put a salad bar in it was kind of a cheesy 80s looking salad bar and i think a cousin of mine got like a a urinary tract infection from the salad bar somehow (laughs) how the fuck does that happen? i don't know no your cousin was lying (laughs) your cousin was into some other shit no she was eating there like a lot yeah, she was dating somebody there or something. Uh, you don't get a UTI from eating a salad bar. I was a kid. This is not... <laughs> I don't know. You get know. a UTI We're from not... not keeping clean I understand. in areas where the U I understand. and the T are. I, I understand. understand. My cousin got a UTI from a Wendy's salad bar. I don't know, man. 
This is just what was spoken of around the house. I picked up little words and snippets that maybe I misunderstood the conversation. I was a child. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Um, (laughs) Moving on. But yes, Wendy's did lose its magic somewhere back in the uh, late 80s, didn't it? (laughs) They did. Um, The McRib is going to be back. Great. I've never had one. Yeah, it's fine. It's pressed pork meat with onions and barbecue fake, sauce and pickles. Fake bones? Yeah, they press it to make it look like it's that's fake ribs. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's... But they do it. Do you know why it's so random, the, the pork, the, the McRib? McDonald's only makes it when pork prices go to a certain low. Oh. So it's only, they are only buying the cheapest pork that they can't. Well, always, but yeah. So that's why it shows up. And I there are people it. who like go from McDonald's to McDonald's to go find it. Like it's a fucking Grateful Dead concert. They drive to McDonald's to get this shit. I mean, that saddens me, but it doesn't surprise me. They're also going to be coming out with... It also saddens me that it doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Doubly sad. You doubly sad? (laughs) Um, They're going to be making the McPlant, which is going to be their plant-based burger. Oh, God. (laughs) The McPlant. I I I love that that's what they said. They landed on McPlant. Well, it's plant-based. What do they want? That would have been better. The McBurger, the McNonburger, the McNonburger, the McNonburger, the Big Mac, the Big Veg. I don't know. Yeah, the Big Mick. That's from that coming to America. But yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know my middle name? David. Okay, I was just curious. You said you were bad with names. I was wondering. Yeah, no, I'm. I am really bad with names. But once you're in there, you're in there. Right. Right. Do you know why I know your middle name? Because of your friend. Yeah. Yeah. Because you fucking scared the shit out of me. You're like, it's John David. Because <laughs> I have my friend who goes by, it's John hyphen David. That's his full name. Yeah. Yeah. John David. And so, but like I hadn't seen or heard of him in, in so long. And I was like at work at my mom's office and you called me up for lunch one day or something. You're just like, but you never called me at work before. Mm. And you live like right down the street from my mom's office. So it was, it seems weird that it, that was the first time I'd heard from you, but you just like called up and you're like, hey, hello, can I help you? And you're like, do you know who this is? I'm like no should i like it's me you don't recognize my voice i'm like okay so this is a surprise it's kind of a build-up you know it's like Mm -hmm. oh somebody from out of town somebody i haven't seen in a while like it's john david i'm like john david what the fuck what are you doing in eugene you're like well i I live here i'm like you moved here this is crazy like yeah let's let's go get lunch walter why are you being really weird about this i'm like wait it's just john like Mm -hmm. why did you say your last name or your middle name i don't remember i don't remember that that's yeah that's weird um so <laughs> there's a couple of things i know how you feel about cookbooks you're not a fan of cookbooks you don't want to be you don't want your creative spirit and passion in the kitchen to be sullied by someone else's yeah rigid way of doing they something. do have their value i see their you know if you need ideas i mean they're but i keep like old bon appetits and shut for that you know like if you need inspiration so there's two new cookbooks that are coming out the first one oh, is good the Cheesecake Factory oh. has a cookbook coming out. I would love to see how they make that steak, Diane. Would you? Well, I was just, I was so shocked. As Danny and I, you know, we would go mm-hmm. to like, we had this kick where we'd go to like really shitty restaurants. Sorry, Cheesecake Factory, but you made the list. Mm-hmm. And so we go in there and I open up their 16-page fucking menu. And I'm flipping through it and I see Steak Diane, which I haven't seen in 30 years. It was on a Marie Callender's menu, you know, like... Like when you went into Marie Callender's and ate because it was a restaurant. I guess right. they do frozen food now. Yeah. I don't know. But this was a restaurant. So I don't know. Yeah, I got the steak Diane. And it was exactly what I remembered it. 
And but I, I just can't imagine wanting to recreate any of these things at home. No. I mean, is it just a recipe of cheesecakes? Because that might be interesting. No, I don't think Find so. Find something you're good at, capitalize on it, sell the recipes to your cheesecake. We make the best cheesecake. I think they're going to be selling full cheesecakes. It's like Spaghetti but, Factory selling their spaghetti recipe. You yeah. know, like, sure, I'd buy that, but I wouldn't want to see how they make their carbonara. Bolognese or their... <laughs> well, their carbonara is just Alfredo with peas in it, so... That's not, is that what carbonara is? No. Isn't carbonara with, like, bacon bits and the egg and the thing? Well, pancetta, you start, like, yeah. rendering your pancetta, get the fat out of it, and then you... Yeah, you finish it with an egg, and the egg basically just cooks using the residual heat, right? And it thickens up the sauce, right? You definitely do not put a scrambled egg in there. I mean, that's gross. So, the other cookbook for their 80th birthday, 80th anniversary, is a Mountain Dew cookbook. Fuck. <laughs> this really is the darkest timeline. <laughs> with with chapters like, dang good desserts. Dipping with dew. See, now I've seen some of these things online. And badass breakfast spelled with two dollar signs for S's. I don't think any of these are real. See, have you seen them online? Do I need to get you one for They breakfast? do tutorials. Don't waste your money. I will throw it directly in the garbage. I will not, it won't be like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, Johnny, it's going on the shelf. No, it's going in the garbage. If you want me to throw something away for $28, I'll do it. But no, you can find these tutorials online for like Mountain Dew desserts and shit. Mm -hmm. But they do that magic wand thing where they're like, put the Mountain Dew in here, bring it to this temperature. And then they like, they put other ingredients in there, they wave a magic wand and now it's a cake. Right. And you're like, okay, well you skipped a lot of steps there. And yeah, the, the do it yourself thing just kind of blows up in your face if you actually try it. Right. So that's why I would throw that in the garbage. <clears throat> Not as any disrespect to you. Well, uh, the, that and a Jewish person buying my Christmas present is kind of offensive. So, <laughs> I know you have to go soon. <laughs> always when I get defensive. No. <laughs> I always say something couple, really awful and then you tell me I have to leave. How do you feel about gingerbread houses? Uh, I mean, the Christmas is coming. They make me really frustrated, honestly. Okay. Have you ever seen one you could eat? That I was allowed to, you mean? or? Yeah, pick one. Allowed no. to? Going I mean, to eat? Not unless I've made one, you know, you, your kids make one or you make one at home, but no. No, but we would make them at home and you weren't allowed to eat them either. Mm. Well. I've never been able to eat one. They look delicious. They're always like, I always get excited. Oh, I used to get excited about them. Mm -hmm. Yes, let's make a gingerbread house and then we can eat it. No, you're never allowed to eat it. Well, you've heard of the gingerbread house. They're now doing charcuterie chalets. <laughs> Where they're making things with cured meat and pickles and like olives. Oh, what a waste. Do we get to eat those? I don't know. But like, it's one thing when it's sweet and you're constructing stuff because it makes sense with like a cake. But like, when you start anthropomorphizing my meat to look like a snowman or there was this picture. Well, there was a hand that you, you thought was okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't think it was okay. Okay. You just wanted me to look at it. I just wanted you to look at it. It was a it was a ground beef ham. So our friend Dennis. Mm -hmm. Oh God, I'm gonna get in trouble for this one. I think. I don't think his husband knows. But we were at a, he was he did a little Christmas soiree a mm -hmm. couple years ago. It's mm -hmm. like two or three years ago at his house, and he has this big beautiful gingerbread house. It's not real in the least, but it looks real. It looks like it's gingerbread and frosting, and we were all hammered, and somebody bet me ten dollars that I wouldn't take a bite out of it. And I tried, and I chipped my tooth. Jesus. 
<laughs> I chipped my tooth, scratched the shit out of the corner of the house because I was biting it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not edible. It's plastic, the whole thing. That's why they bet you. That's what? That's why they bet you. Well, the charcuterie chalet Maybe. just looked nasty. It just looked like you shouldn't be doing that with meat. And the thing about gingerbread is like it's stable once it's dried. Once the frosting is dried, Relatively. once the cook, it's stable. Yeah. You're putting gumdrops on there. They're stable at room temperature. It's candy. It's bread. When I build an entire fucking house out of salami, mayonnaise, sliced to, cheese. You need to refrigerate that. You need to refrigerate it and or eat it right away. And that's just too much of everything. Yeah. Of all that stuff. And mayonnaise, it doesn't have the tackiness to really pull anything together no so what are they mixing i don't know man i didn't i just saw a picture and it was like something new and fun to do and i'm like that's really a gross thing to do with like well you can go play with your own sewage right yeah that too we have a room for that so and the last thing i think you'll appreciate that i found <clears throat> so i think we talked a while back when coronavirus first started and we talked about <laughs> birthday cakes and how what a bad idea it was because, you know, you're blowing the candles out. So you can now buy a cake shield, which is a little box that goes your cake. They have one for a slice, a little, like, round, and then a rectangle. And then there's, like, Put this the little... candles through the box? There's, like, a little tract or something that holds the candles in the top. And so you blow out the candles on top of the plastic box, and then you can just lift Pull the box out. off. Does the box take the candles with it? Yes. Because that'd be neat. Yeah. Because otherwise you end up with like that waxy top of the cake. Yeah. The whole thing about that doesn't really make sense to me. That The cake the ritual? No, the ritual of, of blowing. sticking the wax into the cake, lighting it on fire, letting it melt, walking across the room, and then yeah, blowing on it, blowing your spit all over the fucking cake. You were a kid once. You didn't like to blow the candle out? No. No? No. <laughs> no. I was, I was what uh, happened? anxiety over not being able to do it. Um, there's always the trick candle where you can't do it, which I don't know if you remember. My, were you at my 24th birthday no, in Eugene? I don't think so. Maybe I, we'd already moved you up to Seattle at that point. But <clears throat> Terrell threw me a party with an ice cream cake. Mm-hmm. I love a little ice cream cake. And she had used um, the, the trick candles. And I'm, again, I'm hammered and I'm trying to blow out my candles, but I keep relighting. So I start pinching them out. So they stay lit. So they stay out, and the music's playing, and everyone's laughing, and you know, enjoying the little Walter's trying to blow his candles out. But now it's burning my fingers. Well, I've got a whole bunch of ice cream right there, so I stick my fingers into the ice cream to cool them down, and then I go back to pinching out the stupid things. And now, Terrell's like panicking because she's seeing what is now unfolding. Is me destroying, like just destroying this cake. She drops it. She runs to her bedroom and starts crying. Because I've ruined my birthday for her. I don't know. I don't know. It's so you're just, not a fan of candles in a cake? I don't know. <clears throat> I've never, yeah. One candle. One. The whole tradition of having like a candle for every birthday. For every year. For every year. Much. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but. How many candles did you have in your cake this year? None. I didn't have a cake. There was no cake? We didn't I, get you a cake I for your birthday? So. Did we? No. No. <clears throat> no. Birthday came and went, huh? Did it? What did we did we do anything? No. Last year was the roller derby. Yeah, roller we don't ever have to talk about that again. <laughs> that was such a bad idea. Well, thank you for inviting us. That yeah, was... thank you for the cupcakes. Yeah, you bet. Um, do you have any final words, Walter, before we end this? Final words. 
Words of hope and wisdom. <laughs> yeah, don't shoplift. Don't shoplift. Make your own butter. <clears throat> Make your own butter. At least once. All right. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Are you going to leave me some? Yeah, I was going to leave you the orange and half of that. Um... You don't like the orange? No, I'm going to make more, but I mean, okay. I just I just want some of that major hotel for my steak, but you can have the rest of it. Oh, well, take what you want. I mean, I don't need it all, but yes. No, I don't need that much. Okay. Well, thank I'm you. I'm worried about leaving you that bread. I feel like that's a mistake. <laughs> well, I'm not going to go crazy and eat the whole loaf tonight. Aren't you? No. But you got to have something to eat that butter with. I do. All right. I mean, take some... Take whatever you. I don't need any of the bread. I don't need any bread because I'm. I'm just. I just brought that for the butter situation okay. for you for you to taste the butter. But you should well, continue you. to enjoy it. But I don't want to throw off your whole. You're doing a great job. You look fabulous. Well, thank you. Except for the haircut. You need a, you need a haircut. <laughs> I'm not getting a haircut. I'm not shaving my beard. It's all. I'm letting it go. I'll. It will be a year that I since I've gotten a haircut. Come February, the end of February. Then, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Look, Run your hands through this. You don't Feel have this. To, it's at, beautiful. At no point am I going to run my hands through that. I just want you to, and I, I get that you're like enjoying it on some weird level, but I just want you to keep tell it, me. keep, keep tell me present. Yes. Just, I want you to stay present in the idea of like when you see old dudes with ponytails <laughs> and like beards that are clearly too long, like yes. what you think about them. Okay. Cause if okay. you become that guy, uh-huh. like that's, then you're that guy. <laughs> And you have control over it. You could just not be that guy. Right. You're right. Or you'd be like, no, you ask him. He's going to be like, no, I look good. I love it. I'm never going to cut it again. He'll say the same thing you're saying right now. Okay. I will, I will try to be objective. I will look out for that guy. You won't. You're gonna I don't be, think You're going to happily walk into being that guy. I don't think so. I think at some point I I just want it to get a little more length so that it doesn't just stick out in the back. To be so obtuse and not listen to your friends and family <laughs> is is exactly the problem with the with the MAGA people. Is that tell me please? Is that I won't get air? Because well they, they they won't listen to anybody. They won't listen to reason. Like you can't tell them anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. If you told me, hey man, like you need to fix this, like You want me to make my haircut great again? I do. I do want you to make it great again. I don't think that I'm going to be in love with it forever. I hope not. But I just... We could be secret friends. That's fine. (laughs) Well, certainly, (laughs) I don't care about shaving because... Well, I I mean, I still do. I feel like... I'm wearing a fucking mask the entire time. Yeah, but it's completely ineffective if if you have a beard. Completely ineffective? I don't think so. Mostly ineffective. Your beard is not filtering anything through the side of that mask. Well, there you have it. I don't know. I'm just not ready yet. You don't have to be ready yet, buddy. You got time. I just don't want it to get too late for you. <laughs> and when I get I worry about you. I don't I know. I get committed that once I get that ponytail, it starts to feel good. I'm like, as soon as he's done with his electric shock, just go ahead and shave him. <laughs> just put him out, shave him. Oh, all right. Thank you, Walter. Thank you, Johnny. It's John. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com.
We'll see you next time. Oh, Johnny.